0: Who doesn't love a great roast chicken and salad bread roll for lunch? And as a matter of fact, Leanne, I made this for my very own family this weekend. But there are so many bread rolls to choose from, and I've noticed that there are more and more growing varieties in supermarkets, so it can be really confusing to know which are better nutritionally. So today, we're going to take a closer look at three very common bread rolls that you can find in supermarkets and give our review. Hi, I'm Susie Burrell.
1: And I'm Leanne Ward.
0: And as two of Australia's leading dietitians, we bring you the Nutrition Couch Product Review, a weekly chat on new products and old favorites that you can find in the supermarket. Now, Leanne, I'll be completely transparent. I am a multigrain bread roll kind of girl. And when I get the bread rolls, I actually take the middle out and um, put more protein and salad in. And I remember a dietitian telling me that she thought it was terrible food waste (laughs) to be doing that. Now, I see what she's saying. You shouldn't throw away good food, but I think there's often people in the family who need the extra middle of the roll and some people who don't. So I myself prefer less bread in the bread roll, but I do like a multigrain and that's my go-to. What about you guys? What do you pick up when you're having some cheeky chicken rolls on a weekend?
1: Well, I definitely do eat the middle of it, but I will say rather than wasting it, you could like take it out and make croutons with it.
0: That is actually really smart. <laughs> or you could blend it up, put it in results, yeah, some breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at like some store-made croutons because I was buying um, salad mix and they were so processed. I was like a bit horrified. So that is a really good idea actually. Now I've got kids who'll eat the middle of the roll so it's not a waste issue. But you're right, you know, I often think even stale bread, you can make great crumb with it rather than buying panko which is quite processed. So that's another little good trick if you do end up having leftover bread. At the end of the week, wholemeal meal, multigrain, they're great croutons and or breadcrumbs. So don't throw anything away, people, particularly when food is costing a fortune. All right. Well, these bread rolls, and I think Amy has helped us do this review.
1: She has. Last shout out to Amy. She's uh, moving on to bigger and better things. So thank you, Amy. You've been a legend. Um, and she's found some good ones today. And two of these are our family favorites in here. Actually, I'll say all three of them we, we use in my family regularly. So yeah, she's picked some goodies today.
0: Great. Okay. Well, the first one we're looking at is the Coles Bakery Tiger Rolls, which, are of course, are those ones with the cheeky tiger-looking spots on top. Kids love them. It's a six-pack for $2.50. A serving size is one roll, which is about 68 grams, which is not dissimilar to a couple of slices of bread. Let's We'll do per roll, I think, rather than per 100 grams. Are you happy with that? Yeah,
1: because like, everyone needs a roll. No one eats 1.25 yeah. of a roll. <laughs>
0: Unless you take the middle out, but that's different. <laughs> so per roll, it's 697 kilojoules, which is – Just over 150 calories, 166 calories per serve, 5.4 grams of protein, which isn't insignificant for a bread based product, 1.1 grams of fat, very little saturated, as you would expect from a basically white bread roll, 32 grams of carbohydrate, so very similar to two standard slices of bread, very little sugar, 0.5, which actually we'll have a close look in a second and see if that's added or naturally occurring, 1.8 grams of dietary fiber, a little bit on the low side, and 211 milligrams of sodium. Ingredients, wheat flour, water, tiger paste. I think that actually comes from a tiger. (laughs) No, tiger paste is 6% made with water, rice flour and sugar, yeast and iodized salt. So it's not dissimilar to when you get a crunchy muffin um, and put the crumble on top where you would mix some butter, some flour and some sugar to get that. So here they're giving you that crunchy kind of top by some rice flour and crystallizing that with a bit of sugar. So that's where those sugars are coming from. And then on top of that, we've got some yeast, iodized salt, wheat gluten, vegetable oil, yellow pea flour, which is interesting, and some uh, fortified vitamins and folic acid and thiamine, which is in routinely fortified in flour in Australia. Oh, Leanne, yeah. I don't like a roll that's got less than three grams of dietary fiber per serve. We all love a tiger crunchy top. But it's basically a bit of sugar. Um, would it be my go-to? No. Do I buy it? No. Is it better than a McDonald's bread roll? Yes. Um But I'd give it like a 6 out of 10. It's just typically a white bread roll with a bit of sugar on top. What do you reckon? I must say
1: I grew up on these rolls, you know, roast chicken, salad, these rolls, bit of mayo, love it. Sophie did not buy these. She? Oh, yeah, so Sophie, we love these. We'd make Sophie buy them. She'd buy the, whole, the um, nine grain ones and the tiger rolls and she'd be like, you kids choose and we'd always go for the tiger wow. rolls and she'd be the only ones eating the really dense Bergen type ones. But um, <laughs> no, these are good. These are good. Like from a taste perspective, like these are these are great My family loves them. We just spent the week at Noosa and um, with David's family as well. And we were getting some tiger rolls. The kids love them. So, you know, they taste great. But let's be honest, nutritionally, they're not great. Um, I mean, the amount of added sugar is very low. It's not like we're putting a sugar coating on there. It's only (laughs) 0.5 grams per serving. So it's very low. But I think from a nutrient density perspective, there's nothing much there. It really is just a white bread roll. So, you're getting some energy from some carbs and that's pretty much about it. Like you, I like at least three grams of dietary fiber in something. I like to see some visible whole grains in there, which helps support our gut health. And I'm not really seeing much of either of those in these roles. So from a taste perspective, 10 out of 10. Nutrient (laughs) perspective, probably let's be honest, five out of 10.
0: Exactly. No, and They they look cute. We can understand why the kids like them, but this is a nutrition podcast, Leah. So let's take a look at some with some slightly stronger nutritionals. So the Coles Bakery High Fiber Low GI seven seeds and grain rolls. Now you guys will know these because they've got a massive glycemic symbol on the top and they've got a big flashing high fiber. And a four pack is 350. So you do pay a bit more for kind of this density as you would expect. Per serving 1,054 kilojoules, which is 252 calories. So not insignificantly, Anne. Like let's be honest, that's quite a fair whack of calories coming just from the bread before you're adding any, anything to it. 10.2 grams of protein, so right up there, which we'll assume is from the dense flour and seeds, and we'll take a look in a second. 7.6 grams of fat, so you could look at that and think, wow, that's really high in fat for bread. But when we take a look at the saturated fat, it's very low at just over one, so most of it's coming from long-chain seeds as we would expect. Very similar amount of carbohydrate to the tiger roll, 30, gram, 30 grams, that's right, grams of sugar, so less than a gram, 8.8 grams of dietary fiber through the roof. So almost three times as a minimum what we would suggest having and sodium coming in at 291, just under 300, which is a fairly good reference range for a couple of slices of bread. Now we have a little look at the ingredients. It's wheat flour, water, seeds at 21%, which is massive. Linseed, sunflower seeds, sesame poppy. So you are getting a massive dose of long chain omega-3 fats Wheat bran, pretty high up there too, which is bumping up that dietary fiber and giving that bread roll that sort of brown, deep um, look and, and taste texture in the mouth. 3.5% whole grain, kibbled rye, kibbled wheat, wheat flake, wheat gluten, yeast, maize, semolina, iodised salt, vegetable oils just right at the end, malt, barley flour, and the, the fortified flour. I can't fault it, Leanne. I'd give it a 10 out of 10 straight away. If you've got people who like this and will eat it, it is an outstanding roll. The carbohydrates, spot on the protein's really high. Yes, the calories are high, but you're basically getting a dose of good fat in this as well. It's a relatively cost-effective way to get good fats because I hear a lot of my clients buying chia and sunflower seeds. Now, they're not inexpensive as ingredients. Now, you can get all of those from a good quality bread or cereal and you're absolutely getting it with these products. Which justifies the price point, but I can't fold it. i would give it ai give it a I'd give it a ten out of ten. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah. And even for the price point, it's less than a dollar per roll. So yes, it is more expensive than say the standard Coles brand white bread rolls or the standard Coles brand wholemeal bread rolls, but it's still fairly I Think affordable for most people, you know, less than a dollar per roll. For me, I'm more than happy to spend that. These are my absolute favorite ones, these are my go to. A little spanner in the works me has a sesame allergy, so I have to be very careful. These sesame is just an absolute bugger, it gets everywhere. Like, it just you find sesame seeds on the ground. So, we don't buy these as frequently as I would like. We have to be very careful with them, but they're absolutely my go to. I recommend them to my clients. And I will say that, yes, the calorie amount is higher, say $250 per roll, but I would happily eat one of these and feel very satisfied if I stuffed it with some lean protein and tons of veggies versus those tiger rolls, I could easily eat two. So I find them far more filling and satisfying than the white bread tiger rolls. And I think most people would agree that one of these is more than enough versus when you're just using like a smaller white bread roll, most people would happily eat two, particularly if it's got nice roast chicken and mayo in there.
0: Yeah. And if you (laughs) can get your kids to have them, but you do forget about the sesame, actually note to self, whenever we're around mayo, watch the added sesame to things, note to self. All right. Now the third is a really interesting product actually, because I'm well aware of this brand because one of my local supermarkets is Coles, and I see it all the time. So this is the Coles Finest by Laurent Rye Sourdough Roll. So this is kind of their boutique range of breads and they've got the kind of fresh loaves that are have like a paper wrap around them and they even do a beautiful hot cross bun coming into Easter. Now this is a three pack at $4. Now they're quite large, Leanne. So I'm just having a look. They're more 130 grams per roll. They're 130 so that is grams. Awful. That is kind of, is it double some of them? The tiger ones are 68, so they're basically double a tiger yeah. roll. Yeah, so they're almost double the density. So straight away I'm a little bit concerned about that because of just the density of flour in a product that that's that heavy. And sure enough, if we look per serving, it's over 100 grams. So it's 1,284 kilojoules, which is just over 300 calories just in the roll. grams of protein, so not dissimilar to the grainy variety, 1.3 grams of fat and less than a gram saturated. But Leanne, carbohydrate-wise, 59 grams, so double the carbohydrate and the equivalent of at least four slices of regular bread in a single roll. 2.3 grams of sugars, 5.6 grams of dietary fiber, so not, not too bad. And the sodium, whoa, 494 milligrams, that's almost a quarter of your recommended daily intake just coming from your bread roll. No wonder it tastes good. Water, wheat flour, rye flour, wheat, malt flour, yeast, vitamins, but they've got no sodium added on the list. That's a funny one. I think they must must have missed that because there's definitely added sodium in there. Mm, Yeah, you wouldn't normally see a bread roll without sodium added, at least in a small amount. Not for 500 milligrams per serving anyway. No, there has to be some added, absolutely. (laughs) And I imagine it would be iodized salt as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I do like rye for some of my clients who are a bit sensitive to um, different flowers. A lot of clients with IBS-type symptoms will do well on rye. Mm -hmm. I think if you've got high energy demands, like if you're doing CrossFit training or even sort of marathon training where you're really trying to get a lot of carbohydrates in relatively small volumes of food, this could be a great product. But I probably wouldn't recommend it to my ladies because it's just too dense in carbohydrate. I'm usually working off about 30 grams per serve. And certainly at 300 calories, you know, if I'm working on lunches of about three, four hundred calories, I've got to get the protein in there as well. I think it's middle ground. I don't think it's a bad product. I, I'm a bit concerned about the sodium. So as I said, I'd probably only recommend it for active people who need a lot of energy. You know, people who are going on hikes or runners or CrossFit or people wanting to gain weight. But I certainly prefer generally a whole grain bread roll and certainly something with a much lower carbohydrate load. So I'd give it maybe seven out of ten. I think there's some positives, but there's quite a few negatives overall, too. Mm. I mean it's it's sort of it's
1: double the size, double the calorie, double the carbohydrate content of the tiger rolls, but at least you're getting a little bit of fiber in there. And like you said, rye is for some people easier tolerated than some of the wheat flours as well, even though it is predominantly wheat flour on the label. So just be cautious of that. It also, now correct me if I'm wrong, Susie, it uses yeast in the ingredients. So it's not a traditional sourdough. They've used yeast to speed up that. Fermentation process. So, if you're using it from an IBS perspective because you're a little bit more sensitive, generally the starter culture and that slow fermentation process shouldn't be using any wheat. And that's what actually allows the body to digest it a little bit easier. So, some sensitive tummies do well with traditional types of sourdough. But correct me if I'm wrong, Susie, this uses wheat. So I wouldn't say that this is a traditional type of sourdough. So it's almost like a little bit of a health halo. I think you're not getting the full benefits of something using the proper starter culture plus uh, flour plus water. That's all that is really in a traditional sourdough and then it's just left to ferment and rise over a couple of days. So they're actually using the yeast in this to speed up that process. So you're actually probably not getting the full gut health benefits out of this or the full benefits from like a lower GI perspective either, I would imagine.
0: Yeah. Good call out actually. Good call out because the supermarkets and even some uh, mainstream bread brands will have sourdough on the label. And as we said, it doesn't necessarily um, have that century old starter culture driving it. And there's certainly no culture listed here as a True sourdough that you would get from a, a, an authentic sourdough bakery. So absolutely right. A little bit of a health halo. A little bit
1: of a health halo, and they're charging for it. You know, yes. it's cold finest range. So just be very careful. And we have actually done a podcast on sourdough. So flick back through the catalog and have a listen to that one if you're interested in what a true authentic sourdough recipe should be.
0: If it doesn't have a real tangy kind of smell to it. Almost like a little bit vinegary, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's not the best quality sourdough and my, my good Italian friends will go around Sydney sniffing the loaves so they're all <laughs> over it. <laughs> if it doesn't have a strong smell, they're, they're not into it at all. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the Nutrition catch product review. If you haven't done so, please subscribe and continue to tell your friends. We continue to grow and we have a new product just about to launch in the next couple of weeks. We recently released our product review manual and we're just about to do takeaway and eating out. So that will be out very shortly. So look out for that at thenutritioncouch.com and we are going to see you same time, same place on Sunday morning for our weekly regular episode drop. Have a great week. Catch you next week.